This week on This Galarian Life, the party deals with the fallout of their recent battle. It's, it's not like this is a game or anything. I hate to put numbers God, to I it. I fucking hate hobgoblins. I always talk like this. I don't understand. And make some important decisions. I don't think we should just murder him because he did help us. He's not actively being a bastard. But they have to get back to the larger fight. Well, oh, not my land. I'm just a war profiteer. It's true. And now have some powerful help. So I bestow upon you Dryad Song and its untainted glory. But while they're at it, can the forest truly recover? Daughters of the Fangwood Green, hear my call. Charge now to Oath's long swarm, for a Cressial glory live or fall. Listen to find out. Hello everybody and welcome back to this Scalarian life. Now, the last several weeks has been our longest boss battle yet. In fact, it seems like each time it gets about one episode longer. I guess we'll see what happens at the end of book six. But for now, the fight with Arlancha is over and we can move on to a new phase of the campaign. This episode is mostly about tying up loose ends and solving some of the problems in the forest itself. So I'm not gonna super duper hold you uh, in this little introductory section much longer because I'm sure you want to know what happens after the fight. Uh, just check out our social media accounts in the description below. If you like the show, check the Patreon. And yeah, that's it. So let's just jump right into the episode. Presenting episode 145, My Father's Keeper. Uh, we, uh, open up with a still frame on a chrome door, uh, with all kinds of, like, red flashing lights around it, various buttons here and there, and <clears throat> a small circular porthole, uh, around the top end of the door. As the camera pans into the porthole, we see a lonely Groger as... As we watch, he immediately jerks up from where he was originally sitting and presses his face against the porthole and starts talking. Uh, you can make sh make out the words last time or last week several times, uh, but no sound is audible on this side of the door. Captain of the starship walks up and presses an intercom button and says, ah, Mr. Groger, you clearly now face the punishment for your crimes. Unfortunately, what we have discovered over our multiple attempts to bring you down is that you just goddamn keep coming back. But there is an elegant solution. You see the reincarnation effect you have on yourself. It uh, is space-dependent. It will transport you any, any couple feet or miles. So... The solution we've discovered is space itself. If we put you, drop you in the void, you will infinitely reincarnate over and over and over within that space. Now, there's a small chance that eventually over thousands of years you might reach a planet that's habitable by you, but we're willing to take that risk. Now, I'm not a cruel man, so if you have any last words before we eject you into the void... What? Obviously, this was gonna happen. Come on. Uh, he pushes the button. I don't. I just. I don't know. He pushes the button to uh, <clears throat> reverse. Uh, reverse the communications and Groger goes. Last time on this Galarian life, that uh, the party got into a fight with uh, Lancia, and after much pain and hardship, they eventually overcome it. And now they find themselves talking to the Hobgoblin Boy. But before I go, Laura, Penny, Charlie, Cyrix, Teresia, people have never met you, Gorgug, Jacques, Truxton, Gina, just know I love you. And the key, the key is at the crossroads. And then the captain hits the button and Groger is ejected into space. Is this Teresia's sudden heel turn? Uh, anyway, uh, Targoth, when we ended last week, said we need to talk. Uh, he puts away his second sword 
and uh, I don't know, just kind of like I don't want to say prostrates himself because that's a gross. Hot. Uh, I was thinking of the medical. I, I know they're the same thing, but I was thinking. Of I believe he wants to make. Um, he's surrendering. You know, there's the prostate and prostrate, right? No, there's also prostate. That's which one did I say? You said prostrate. Let me roll to see if this is a hobgoblin. All right, Penny. Penny looks at Charlie and the mess he's got himself into and turns away. (laughs) Well, what's Uh, your story? uh, Oh, that sigh. Oh, that was me. I know. Uh, I think you got it pretty much figured out. He came here. Uh, probably technically against orders to, uh, at least part of it, to try to make a deal with uh, the bitch. And, uh, things obviously went south. What kind of deal, if I may ask? Well, the goal was obviously to get Arlanche on the side of the Iron Fang Legion. She controls much of the forest anyway, if we had her help, the battle would have gone smoother in certain sections. We would have free passage through the blighted forest and whatnot, but it seems as if that was never going to be a uh, deal that she actually did. Yeah, I was going to ask, actually, at what point in the forest, was it five feet in or ten feet in when you realized this might not be a good idea? I don't think our Arlancha was interested in uh, turning this world into a place habitable for Anyone, including Hopgoblin. It was actually, uh, it's actually more of a couple weeks than a couple feet. Now, I'm not trying to make judgments about anything, but it did seem like for a while there, she, uh, she was going along with things, and then there was just a, a sudden break. It seemed as if her, her personality kind of went off the deep end, and she just it took us over. Obviously. Yeah. yeah, that's what you get for dealing with Faye. Yeah, fair enough. But. Well, I kind of want to send you outside of time and space for uh, just like 10 years, and then you can come back to whatever's left of the Iron Fang Legion. That won't be much. Well, hold on, Penny. The Iron Fang Legion, despite some of its tactics, I think is still fundamentally reasonable. Oh, yes. The ones that went in and burned these people's homes. I should have pity for them. Well, Penny, they could have chose to not burn down that village, Treja. Penny, I only read a panel about the Goblin's Blood War, and I understand why there might be some resentment there. I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I was going to say, because you all pretty much did the same thing to us the uh, first time around, but that's neither here nor there. That's fair. Oh, is that too? Is that true? And I turned to Laura. Or, did you burn down the Goblin's place? Laura. I honestly don't remember what the Goblin Blood Wars were in 1e. Basically, I I think the story goes that a lot of nations were fighting up in this area and they would hire bands of goblins and then they had the bright idea to try to band together and demand better rights and uh, that went to shit and a a formal war broke out against them. I think that means the Iron Fangs a spin-out group from that after the initial defeat. Well, it's more like after that went down, uh, my people were more or less conscripted into the Multhuni armies under force of death, torture, and otherwise unpleasantness. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Fort Ramgate happens. Oh, and that's uh, kind of where uh, all this started. Our general, my general, was amongst a massive pile of hobgoblins and goblins and bugbears uh, meant to be burned. Uh, she dragged herself out of the pile of corpses uh, in, in layman's terms, like, one hit point, or maybe, like, some sort of ferocity she was under zero. I don't know. It's, it's not like this is a game or anything. I hate to put numbers God, to I it. I fucking hate hobgoblins. I always talk like this. I don't understand. But anyway, uh, she pulled herself out, and uh, at that point, she kind of made it personal mission to make sure that that never happened again. Logistics aside, you know, the best way to do that is, you know, creating homeland for the hobgoblins, uh, our own little chunk. Uh, of course, 
And of course, you couldn't take it from Malthun, so you tried to take it from us. That's true, the defenseless town there. Well, not so defenseless, I guess. That burning of the town is going to be your death. So after a quick scan of the Goblin Blood Wars, Nermathos was not involved, but Malthun was heavily involved, and they uh, kicked the shit out of the Hobgoblins and drove them into the mountains. And because they did such a good job, the little fascists decided they were going to start attacking Nermathos after that. So it is actually your fault that we've been fighting Malthun all this time, too. Oh, I think you have a common enemy, Laura. Of Malthun, yeah, but for whatever reason, fucking gobs attacked us. Yes, it's not like an enemy of my enemy is my friend. That would make Malthun our friend in some scenarios. Hell no. Oh, no, then no, I take that back. Every motherfucker in Malthun can get fucked, too. Okay, then we, all my homies hate Malthun. My bad. Back to it. Look, Mr. Goblin, Hobgoblin, sorry. I... I don't, I don't see much goodness here, right? All right. Is there a follow-up, Penny? Uh, Penny turns to Laura and raises an eyebrow. What? He burned down your home. I didn't. I didn't! The army you were a part of. Everybody knew that whenever we were talking about it. It's assumed. Oh, all war is a crime. That is true. Yes, but... Unless you're, fighting, unless you're fighting demons at the world wound. This army is the one that burned down the village. Yes, I am aware. Yes, but he also did assist us in murdering a pseudo heroine. Everybody would ass- assist us in murdering her. That isn't. Killing something evil doesn't make you good, Teresia. Otherwise, I'd be good. So would Syrix, for all that matter. Yeah. Syrix is just like. Right, so if you're asking me for my. From eating baby carrots. Shit. Why are you so eating baby Cyrix? Look, look, I have to. I have to change my. <laughs> look, I think this is simple. This man's done nothing to directly harm us. Perhaps if we exchange information, uh, we can all be on our way. For example, exchange information. What is this? A wagon accident? Yes. <laughs> yes. For example, <laughs> he may know a bit about the Iron Fang's uh, interplanar travel. You know, the Earth realm and all that. Oh yeah, what rank was this guy? Uh, <clears throat> private. Oh, he We should cut him loose so we can collect his discipline. This motherfucker's a private and he's fucking out here dual wielding swords like a goddamn <clears throat> fucking anime character? What? Uh, well, you're a much better fighter than everybody above you. Uh, who's that Minotaur we beat really quick? Isn't she still alive? That was a 30 round slog. Why? Okay, first off, Derek, shut the fuck up. Penny is like obviously represented here. Two, why aren't you fucking supporting me, Sam? What do you mean? What the fuck? Isn't she still alive? Give Penny some help here. Are you getting baby carrots or are you going to pull me down? All right, all right. This party's never had a rogue. It was nice to have one for a fight. Okay, but for real though, Derek, what rank is he? Uh, It says he's a commander. Okay. I'd say like lieutenant, so. Okay, that's something we can work with. So, um, have we spilled, we we just spilled the beans about knowing about the Earth Network. I was going to suggest uh, we don't tell him about that so that the hobgoblins don't know that we know. But now they know, because we're not going to just murder him. I mean, you all... So, like, like, basically, okay. he's going he's gonna to want to go back to the Earth place. Mm-hmm. Do we use our... Once we get the stone thing, are we going to be able to go there? We have the stone thing. Yeah. Yes, but and we with it, are we able to just traverse to the Earth realm now? Uh, hi- hypothetically. So, we can talk with him, Bring or we can bring him with us, and in theory, if we just take him as a friendly prisoner, and we go to the capital of Nermathos, and we can be like, this is oh, a commander, no. and we have access to their commander, and we could do a diplomacy thing. Or we can just mind control him and strap a bomb to him and send him through. Oh, you're talking. But either way, I don't think we should just murder him because he did help us and uh, he's not actively being a bastard. Well, I am outvoted, uh, Mr. Commander, sir. So three to one it is. But no, no, that I'm waiting. 
Well, I'm, I'm glad you all use democracy or whatever it is to make sure I don't die. Don't address I me. Guess. I wasn't. Uh, anyway, obviously I'm in a situation where I can't beat the five of you even if I wanted to. And at this point, after all I've gone through and the fact that you all have the sardonic shard anyway, I don't see much use going back. In fact, the way things are, I'm sorry and damn fucking snake, things have just changed. I'm probably, if you want to take me for a prisoner for the time being, that's fine. Eventually, I think, going on the lam and leaving. Hold on, let's take a quick five-foot step back. Are you telling us there's some type of corruption in the leadership of the Iron Fang? Tell me about this snake. Was it the literal spy master? Not that you, we... Laura. I was talking to Mr. Topher Grace. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you there's corruption. So I, don't, I don't know if there's corruption. I'm sorry, it's just kind of like changed her tactical mindset ever since Zanathura arrived. Used to be much cleaner, much prisoners, that kind of thing. Quick, Zana, clean, Zana precise. Was that cleric bitch, right? The giant snake lady? Well, that makes Zana. sense. Zanathura was uh, both evil and chaotic in nature. Uh, she possessed you. <laughs> yes, she did. No? What? That was what? a different snake. That was a, that was a different that snake. That was a Medusa. Oh, that was the Naga. Okay. I got my snakes mixed up. I'm sorry. <clears throat> did we ever actually kill her? No. You, we just killed the killed simulacrum. Damn. When did Z- Zonathera join the Iron Fang and begin assisting? I mean, you all from your time in the, the vault know it was at least two years ago. Maybe a day before two years ago. Uh, three years, definitely before the full-out invasion of Nirmathos. Um, let's see. It sounds oh, two it sounds- years ago. It sounds to me like the hot-blooded rebellious rebellion was uh, co-opted by a darker force. I don't quite agree with that. Go on. Zonathura has her ways, and Raz... Or, mm, I shouldn't have played Tyrant's Grass because Razni is in my fucking mind constantly. Mm-hmm. Aziz Ansari was there. Go on. Did he make you watch Seinfeld? No. That's fucked up. Uh, <clears throat> what was the question? Did he let you watch Stranger instead? Yes. Uh, ah, scrambled eggs, tossed salad, whatnot. Yes, good show. So two years ago, probably, Zonathura and Ansari uh, Avi went into Krogadon to steal the Onyx Key. When they arrived back, threw her sword down at my feet and gave it to me. That's He pulls one of his short swords... He says, this is obedience, and uh, she gave it to me. It's just a boring kind of axiomatic short sword, whatever. But it symbolically, it might have meant something. Because she became, once once she got the Onyx Key, uh, she became much more ruthless. In her younger days, I would imagine using the things for pop-up missions, taking important, like, city halls or palaces or whatnot under the cover of darkness, but not doing nearly as much damage. Uh, Zonthura has uh, changed her her mind about the best way to conduct warfare, though. And so honestly, does the So there's a potential. It could be mind controllers, also a potential. It could be some sort of corruption, but from what I've seen, it just seems like a change of opinions. Uh, somebody very persuasive, but I don't think at her heart the general likes the way things are being conducted. The wise removes on a thoroughfare command. I said at her heart, not as her current actions. I think deep down, she knows what she's doing is not for the best, but I think the fact that somebody else has her ear has changed some, changed things within her. Well, it sounds like we have another snake to kill. Maybe. In the literal head figure to sense this time. Yes. Uh, I mean, to do that, it would require getting straight to the Onyx Citadel itself. Do you have any advice for that, by the way? To what, what, Jeff? We have the Sardonic Shard. Do you perhaps know how to use it to do what you said? I know how to make use it to make gates on the material plane. 
uh, like the ones I assume you were talking about Fandar, like the ones you would have seen in Fandar, or if you were talking about Kasarok, the Minotaur, like the ones you saw in Long Shadow. Uh, I do not know <clears throat> how to go to the Onyx Citadel itself using the key. Is there anybody on Galarian who might know? I mean, I think you all probably know that Lightbrand would be able to figure it out since he sent you on the mission to get it. That's fair. Yeah, but the I don't know. I don't think so. The dwarves might just take it back. Oh, like hell. I mean, they'll try to. The dwarves have never been nice to us, I swear. No, they, they're just stern. It's in their nature. That damn magazine they don't read. If you... I, I agree with it, honestly. Not the magazine, not the magazine. Well, that's good. Wait, um, what magazine are you talking about? Dwarf Bart, of course. Dwarf Bart. Yes, have you not read Dwarf Bart? No, I, oh, generally, have... I generally read Dwarf They have fascinating things to say in that magazine. <laughs> <about> <laughs> uh, the Citadel itself is obviously going to be heavily fortified. It might take actual armies to get in rather than just the five of you. I don't know. Well, I'm great at Civ, so... Malthoon might be interesting. What if we have a militia? Uh, I mean, I'm, if you consider I'm not, it, it might be better to do a stealth mission, though. I mean, if you consider it, Malthoon would probably be interested in doing that because one, he gets rid of the Iron Fang, but two, they'd probably want to use the teleportation network to their own end. They are imperialist, after all. Well, I mean, you also all know that Malthoon and Krogodon are like preparing for a summit right now. Well, oh my goodness! Discuss that. I mean, that happened before you left for your. Your true enemy's not in this tent. It's in the earth. Yeah, and they also know that as well. Well, yeah, everybody knows about Robogun. Yeah. No. Yeah, it sounds about Sorry. right. That's the loving but mean spirit of God. I appreciate. So there's also, I don't know how to put this. So I guess there's countless options, but the two I clearly see in front of me are. You take me prisoner, I do whatever I can, or you let me go and I fuck off for the rest of my life. I have an idea. Reroll initiative. Teresa, if you go on. To murder Detect you evil! <laughs> he's probably going to be lawful evil. He's with the fucking iron fire. Find out. I mean, he's, he's probably going to detect lawful evil. Well, tell me what he detects, Derek. Lawful evil. Oh, well, that's fine. Uh I was going to say, if you if I didn't detect the evil on, you could grab a spot in New Tullersburg and make yourself useful. But Look, uh, in Long Shadow, they're probably a little more progressive. Probably shouldn't bring a hot dog. <laughs> Look, I know, I know how war works. You don't typically trust the enemy right away, so I'm going to put the decision in your hands, obviously. Right away? How romantic. I know. Right. You're, you're going to come with us. I... You're uh, uh, too much of an asset to just let go. I suppose you could provide compelling evidence at the summit between Kragadon and Malthoon about what's going on. If they somehow don't trust a highly powerful party, including a lawful good palate, no, war priest. Yeah, that totally invalidates you. Fuck. I mean, <clears throat> so you don't have to do this if you don't want, uh, but if you could somehow send message to a cousin of mine, come see me. His name is Theodore. He's a he's a real piece of work. He keeps trying. Is he a fucking druid? He keeps turning into a damn seahorse to try to trick people into getting him pregnant. God damn it! <laughs> I got some news for you. <laughs> Your cousin is, in fact, pregnant with my grandchild. <laughs> he, falls hey, Charlie. Over, he falls over laughing. <laughs> Charlie! Charlie, you come over here and shoot him in the face. Oh, after months of suffering, you bring me such joy. <laughs> I start shooting him, and I only stop whenever he stops twitching. Oh, look at that. You missed. Bitch. Um, all right. I did get a nat one, and that's amazing. It's almost a superpower at this point. He uh, takes out a, I don't know, like a, a length of rope and, like, ties to the best of his, I don't know, it might be awkward. He like, tries to tie his hands behind his back, and then he, like, Ooh, kinky. walks over to Laura for... Cyrix yeah. can probably help you out with that. Oh, my God. Don't, he's a... Just, he's a commander. He can get out of some fucking ropes. Just give him his sword. It's not like he can take all of us. Just give it. 
No, leave them. Penny, you just don't get pomp and circumstance. You're being very dramatic. Are we going to degrade him? There are better ways. Now, I know as both a hobgoblin and a rogue type, stabbing someone in the back is probably coming natural from two directions, but... Well, he's not a rogue type. He just has two swords, and he's a commander. He's not stabbing in the back. Look, either we hate this guy or we don't. There's no, like, put him in, pretend like a set of rope is going to defend us. I'm adopting a wait and see. That's fine. Wait and see. But we're not having him walk around in rope. Yeah, plus if a fight breaks out, he could be handy. I Look, I want to kill him, right? That's clear. But if we're not killing him, we might as well use him. I guess. I put the rope away. All right, get your swords. Let's get this fucker out of the vines and let's get the hell out oh, of here. Wait, hold on. Is there, is, there, is there a sister to save right now, by the way? Wasn't that what this bitch was doing out here? She's trying to do the final corruption? Yeah. Okay, that, that's resolved that. <sighs> uh, we have to save the fey bullshit. I want to win a green piece well, of Well, do we... Uh, before we do that, w- while we're on this topic, do we want to uh, to give the Iron Fang a heads up that we've got this guy? No. They'll then we out. don't let him talk to his cousin Theodore. Theodore isn't part of the Iron Frozen. Well, he might say and I point I point my bow at him. <laughs> no, we we don't let the fucking seahorse bitches in. Hey, what? his own little club. That is her. The Iron Fang Legion is anti-furry. Birthing her grandchild. Wow. Uh, Tar- Targreth goes and sits like on a stump, and he's just giggling silently to himself. Tarek, I swear to God, we're killing him. Yeah, I cast Kill Hobgoblin, the eighth oh, level Arcanist spell. Hell yeah, he needs a will save. I, I want to take that spell so bad. It's eighth level. I'm sorry, we're you don't get yeah. it. Damn. Uh, you all want some loot? Yeah. Let me get that loot sheet. Hold on, 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 hold on. But the corruption in the forest. Not from Arlencha. No. Let me hear it. Uh, uh, um. Three potions to cure serious wounds. Nice. A lot of good that would have done her, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, plus two, light fortification, glamoured chain shirt. Ooh. Ooh. Fuck, I kind of want that. Amulet natural armor, three. Ooh. Tushin belt, six. Six, con? Fuck. Yep. Cloak resistance Holy five. Shit. Oof. Holy shit. Dips. Oh. Headband of wisdom plus two. Uh, Ring of evasion. Onyx holy symbol of Scythusug. Five hundred gold pieces. Um, and then if you want to take his shit too, he's not gonna put up a fight. Um, a bunch of dumb bullshit like tinder, t- tinder twigs and stuff. But uh, two elixirs of truth. I'm not taking his stuff. He's got a ring of freedom of movement, are you sure? I take the freedom of freedom of movement. Oh, that's that's pretty good, damn. And also a deck of cards illustrated with risque hobgoblin men and women worth five gold pieces. Ooh. Is that right? Please. No, 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 please, I want it. I, 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 I hold the serious. deck of cards and say, Cyrix, this can only go to you. As I hand it to the her. <laughs> remember, remember the episode where you all met Navi in the cave, and you gave one of her friends whose birthday it was the the erotic statue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Thank you. I'll, I'll make great use of it." And he just fucked off to his bunk. This ring of freedom of movement. I don't want it per se, but I will wear it unless. Someone else asks for it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Freedom movement would obviously be good for all of you. Yeah, oh, I, I have it on my list. It's- I that's what I was thinking because first thought was Teresia because she's in melee uh, and the closest and always getting hit. And if she gets paralyzed, we're fucked. But she has freedom of movement, so she needs to cast it on herself as a swift action. Yeah, that's right. Next step is kind yeah. of I, I think up to Begley here. Because Begley already has a bunch of no-fuck-you stuff. Or Cyrix does, rather. And so if they don't think they need it, then I think it should go to Laura. Because, eh. Would you like the freedom ring of movement, Begley? Um, I I think it should go to Laura. Then we should go to Laura. That way Laura is always firing, always firing, always firing. Oh, look, I'm trying to grapple Laura. Laura, what are you going to do? I got you to full nails. (sighs) I put the ring of moving on. (laughs) And then one last item you find on our lanches corpse. It's perhaps the most interesting. Her her pretty little scimitar. 
this for a magical. What am I, a magus? I pick it up and uh, do the detect magic thing. Let me spin the point. All right, what is it? Uh, it's not quite an artifact, but it you feel like it gets pretty damn close. Uh, this is a unique magical item called the Spiteful Scimitar. Uh, this is plus two cruel Furyborn Scimitar. was created accidentally by Tree Razor when the Demon Lord plunged the glastic Hephloma Scimitar through her own chest. Images of shriveled vines and the wilted flowers decorate its blade. Three times per day as an immediate action after dealing damage to it. can cause the blighted Cause the blighted plant life depicted on the blade to animate, embedding thorny, fine, thorny vines within the creature's wounds. The creeping, twisting vines cause the creature to become entangled for 1d4 rounds, and it is nauseated by the pain while the entangled condition persists. Oh, that's uh, really good if we have cemeteries. A successful DC 22 fortitude save negates the nauseated condition. But it does not negate the entangle. Impressive. So is it worth any extra because of that? Uh, it's worth seventy three thousand or seventy five thousand three hundred fifteen gold pieces. Wait, do we think anything will happen if we blast it with the uh, remove blight ability? I want the true master sword. It's, it's true. It's, I mean, it's it's an artifact created by Tree Razor himself. It, you're not gonna make this thing good. Yeah, yeah. Unless you had like the Wrath of the Righteous Forge. It's a hard maybe still. All right, so that's 37,000 gold. I want to take the plus six belt. Give me oh, plus six cosplay six decks. And I want to add William's character's thing and four decks. Oh, add the, the cord to it? Hmm. Yeah, we I don't know. The mule back? Yeah, maybe that. Maybe it goes to Teresia instead. I don't want to mess with what she's got, but also, like... I mean, I want to take it now because while the count would be nice, losing decks is not nice. Well, yeah, we'll think about it. After you finish looting the corpses, um, you kind of look around, and in the back area of the woods, you see one of those little pods that you had seen back <clears throat> where you left Galarian. Oh, what's that? Uh, you approach it. Uh, it seems uh, closed, but you feel a radiant energy coming from Dryad's song. I take it out. Hmm. <clears throat> Do I say the line, then? And I look to Teresia, Cyrix, and Laura. Uh, I guess it's uh, more of a poem. So the, um, as you say that, Dryad Song kind of, like, whips back and forth. Uh, oh. Horizontal. Almost as if somebody shaking their head no. That is strange. Uh, but it begins to, like, pull itself towards the pod. Oh, goodness. Oh, it's pulling it. What do I do? I'm just letting this happen if you're not... Okay, fine. Nobody's stopping me. And I and I like, kind of, like, let... I keep hold on it, but I, like, inch forward. Uh, it keeps kind of approaching. Um, do you let it make contact? Yeah, sure. So the Dryad Song makes contact. Uh, and then the pod slowly begins to uh, dissolve from the area where the contact was initially made. And outward. And as the pod dissolves... Uh, a creature within the pod is revealed. Uh, face first, and then you begin to see uh, the rest of the body. Uh, it seems it's a, a, a glastig. Oh, you're one of them glastigs? She, her eyes kind of start opening, and she adjusts to the light. Like, you know, days that you like sleep all day, and then you wake up, and it's just a nightmare. And also, maybe you're hungover, so maybe that's what's causing it. Yeah. Just, Free? Am I free? Oh, of course, yes. Frolic along. How long have I languished in the dark? Uh, at least 13 millennia. How long has the blight been around? Well, however however old Cyrix is, I guess, we'll just say. What? Uh, Cyrix is in her 30s. Alright, well, well... She's been in uh, her 30s for 37 years. Yeah. No, that's Gina. Uh, how much suffering has my forest endured? Oh, quite a bit. Oh, hey. Whatever you do, don't look around. Give me, give me a song. <sighs> if fine, you know what? If you won't give me a dryad song, I will. Hold on, I just want to, to her. Oh. Why are we bullying this poor Fay that is just 
horribly I'm making a punt. She's clearly the leader of the forest. She needs her staff back. Uh, is this is this fairy beautiful? I, I put a picture. You make the decision. Other other than being horribly tired, uh, her her arms seem mildly atrophied, uh, but she'll reach out and take Dryad song and go, ha, 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 fools! No, Wait, just... really? Oh, thank God. Darren, I was about to be very upset with you, you see. Uh, she, she looks at it, and she's noticeably distraught. Oh, Alanshua, my vain little child resented standing shoulder to shoulder with my other servants. Hmm. She sought to grind us beneath her heel. It's Pity. just like that sometimes. Pity such wit and potential could putrefy in the boundless font of entitlement. Seems I owe you some enmity over slaying my favorite handmaiden, but also gratitude for freeing me from such intolerable confinement. I wonder what should carry more weight. Oh, Queen, you may wish to be careful. Uh, Arlancha was practicing some... Let's just say that she fell into the favor of Scythe the Sug and vice versa. Oh, I'm well aware. Well, we're going to sell her holy symbol. That's fine. Unless you want it? <laughs> that was a trick question. Oh. You passed. She's absolutely destroyed Dryad Song. Well. And her writing on the poetry is just awful. It is a little middle schooler. Mm-hmm. She uh, she kind of like strokes strokes it like a like she's holding a baby. She's obviously like she's in contemplation, and then she looks up and examines you all, and her eyes kind of go wide, and just the smallest hint of a smile crosses her face, and she says, "I have an idea." Cyrex, uh, will you repeat after me? Penny just quietly shakes her head no. I shake my head yes. What do you want? I'll do the Jack Nicholson, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want you to... We're going to replace the poem on Dryad Song back to its original. But I need your help. <laughs> do it. All right. Daughters of the Fangwood Green. Daughters of the Fangwood Green. Hear my ardent call. Hear my ardent call. Discharge now to oaths long sworn. Discharge now to oaths long sworn. Power word kill. Power word. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) You almost got me. For a cressial glory, live or fall. For a cressial glory, live or fall. There is a massive burst of green energy, and as it hits each of you, uh, you recover back basically to full hit points uh, in, in the area of the initial burst. Um, all the strange funguses and molds uh, in the forest kind of disappear. Anywhere not touched by that burst, you can still see is blighted. Uh, and then the world like starts warping around you. And within another second, you find yourself back. Back where? Back where you uh, teleported yourself um, through uh, through the, the throne that had the bits of Arlanche's tree. Uh, this used to be the Acrestial Court, my palace. I'm sure as you all have assumed, I am Gwendolyn. Oh! Queen. Not the Gwendolyn, the fey dryad queen Gwendolyn. Correct. Oh, I have been quite rude to you then. How did you just now figure it out that it I'm wasn't... being sarcastic, Laura. Pick up. Thank on God. It. The Dryad Queen got it. Um, it's going to take much more than just defeating Arlancia, time-wise at least, to restore the forest. I have some of my servants, some of my friends that weren't turned, that will help. But I want to thank you all for what you've done. I know it's not much, but if you would like to take Dryad Song along with you, for you to find yourselves here, your quest must be even greater than mine. And obviously, you all working together could do more to fight Arlancha than anything I could have done. At least once I was imprisoned. So I bestow upon you Dryad Song and its untainted glory. Uh, I could use it 
to restore the forest, but for now I think in your hands it might serve a grander purpose. At least that's what my intuition says. But I let you make the decision. Courageous does a deep, uh, does a deep curse. Oh, great dryad queen. You truly are like these. She's not a dryad. Oh, oh, great queen. We thank you for this gift. We, I swear to use it properly. We'll say adjudicating our duties. Just so I do have no, a question. If you be kind, nothing of weird happens, and I, I'm not judging any of you because I don't know. The dryad song does not work. The only time it does not work is if you've murdered your sister. I don't know if anybody that applies to anybody here. Oh, certainly not. <laughs> Good. Sure. Here you go, Teresa. She tosses it to you. Yeah, in hers. Ah, you. What was that? I know never to ask a queen her age, but I assume you don't. since time immemorial. Have you perhaps, in the stories you've heard, in the courts you've shared, heard of an entity called Galarian, failed herald of Aridan? I, unfortunately, I have not. Oh, well, fucking good you are. I break, I break the, the stick over my legs. Gracious <laughs> <laughs> spear, Samana's spirit emerges from it, and she's got oh, ghost shit. levels now. Oh, yeah. God damn it, she's a haunt. <laughs> what have I done? I want to go over what Dryad Song does now. Um, Ooh, I bet it's good. Uh, it gives anybody holding it a plus five morale bonus on diplomacy and intimidate checks. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, give it to Gorgug now! Against Faye that live in the Fangwood Forest. Perfect. You cocksucker. You ever, uh, you ever seen a, a pixie shit its pants? <laughs> Dryad Song allows its wielder to cast diminished plants and tangle plant growth and wood shape at will. Although these plants only affect plants within the Fangwood Forest. Up to three times a day, uh, reciting the poem on its rings as a full action, Dryad Song allows its wielder to either summon 40 hit die worth of Dryad's nymph satyrs or allows its wielder and up to 19 additional medium or smaller creatures to teleport anywhere within the Fangwood Forest. As if they were very familiar with the destination. <laughs> summon Fae, uh, remain for 20 hours, can be dismissed at will. And are not obligated to obey the wielder's command. Uh, dryads summoned by Dryad Song lose their tree dependent weakness while they serve on the wielder's behalf. Unlike the corrupted version of the artifact, fully restored Dryad Song grants access to its magic, whether its various rings are slotted into the scepter or not. Just like the corrupted version, Dryad Song can purge the dark blight from a living creature within 60 feet as a full round action. A ring from the scepter may be gifted to another person. Uh, the ring can be worn as a bracelet or a necklace occupying the appropriate magic item slot. Grants a plus three resistance bonus on saving throws. Once per day, the ring can be used to contact the wielder Dryad Song via sending. Gwen Gendawin maintains a powerful connection to the artifact and casts Summon Dryad Song to her hand as a standard action. I sent her a very bead letter. When she gets it, just disappears from my hand. No, I needed that! Gwendolyn says, May I ask what brought you all into the forest? Oh, the sardonic shard. Penny shows it. Oh. There's, there's a... Much power. Yes, there's a militant band of hobgoblins and other monster races using it to attack neighboring countries in these lands. So you all are involved in warfare? In a sense, yes. I'm actually on a holy mission. I got wrapped up into all of this, Harold. Thank you for that <clears throat> But yes, we are in um, po political war, not something that you would normally care about. Hobgoblins, you say. What What are they trying to take? Oh, Ter our land. Yes, territory mostly. Well, oh, not my land. I'm just a war profiteer. I mean, it's true. Uh, well, what what land? I guess oh. is a better question. Oh, never mind. Uh, and the Fangwood. Wait, this is the Fangwood. Wait, no, it's not. Never mind. It is. Oh, it is. Yes, geography. Sorry. We're just in the yes. She might have been away for that. Uh, Nermathos is a breakaway region from Greater Malthoon, which itself is a breakaway nation from the Older War. I don't. Thank you for the explanation. Learning is fundamental. Thank you. But you say Nermathos have have the hobgoblins breached Krogadon? They tried they, exactly. Well, they failed though. Thanks to well, they, uh, they did obtain they the kind of they yeah, did they, obtain they, the me? Yeah, they never tried to take Krogadon. They were just in there. Well, no, they breached it, though. They, they went into its lower yeah. depths and stole the Onyx Key. They did oh. do that. And now they've they uh, have sicked Malthoon on it. Oh, well, that's that's good. 
Uh, many That's years, good. many years ago, uh, at the founding of Gragadon, I think, party of dwarves came into the Fangwood, and oh, they were ever so pleasant. They came searching. <clears throat> they said they had arrived because of. And looking at the item, I can kind of tell some kind of item that let them move through Earth. I had never seen that item there, but it seems like they were actually moving through the plane of Earth rather than just teleporting through stone. But anyway, that's not important. I think it's important. It Thank you. Thank you for telling me. Yes. Continue, please. They came, and we made friends, and... For a little while, they actually held that artifact you're holding in your hands now. I gave it to them so they could speak to me. They, I have some connection to the stone. I can tell when there's movement through it and whatnot. They were always worried about volcanoes and issues coming from living in an underground city. And they sought my wisdom to let them know when those issues would occur. <clears throat> I gave them the staff and they communicated through it. But... I suppose eventually the staff fell into Arlanche's hands. Could their we... ancestors still live. That's very good. Could we use this shard in conjunction with the magical circles throughout this forest to transit quickly back to Krogadot? No. Oh. The magical circles have nothing to do with the shard. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just wondering. Well, it was a very bad question, Duratia. Have you seen my intelligence board? <laughs> You're being asked. Uh, anyway, if, if fighting this war is important, I would... I would tell you that you have my blessing, my, yes, blessing. Uh, you could summon several creatures from the forest. I will say, though, use it carefully. These creatures are not like other summons. They will be actual living creatures from the forest itself. So please do not send them into slaughter for slaughter's sake. It's just fucking summon nature's ally one with <laughs> five squirrels and a deer. <clears throat> it's 40 hit dice worth of dryads, nymphs, and satyrs. Is there a one HD dryad we could summon? 40 of them? I Probably not. Imagine all the cooking you could get done. Oh my god. You could finally get red rock rubble off the ground. Unless mm. you, all, you all have any questions, I suppose... Your fight is probably more important than my recovery. Uh, I can get to work. I... God, you sound so depressed. Yeah, you say it like that. I feel I'm bad. just very sleepy. Then go take a nap. Oh, I'll give her wait. I can cast nap stack on her. I haven't been Here. able to rub one out for thirty years. Oh, you do that as a plant. Oh, and you've taken you've taken my staff, so it will be even harder. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, right. I'm ready to leave. Yeah, let's just get away from here. So I, I have nothing I need to say to you as a group, but Cyrix, my dear. Yes? I apologize for everything you've gone through. I feel it's at least partially my fault. What resides within you now is, unfortunately, like much of the forest, probably irreversible. You have the slightest tinge of the blight within your heart. Which makes me wonder if maybe something inside of you is what is ultimately going to change or fix the blight, even if potentially something else. Oh, your mother. She was a good woman. Was? Say it, your mother's dad? No, I'm just, she's I'm just, just kidding. friends. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he... <laughs> <laughs> we can't let you out in public, man. That was good. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're, you've made the connection as Cyrix, but uh, as you're thinking about it, the vision you saw of the fey creature uh, presiding over your father as the blight started, <clears throat> this is that creature. So, like, she's the one that protected me? Uh, she was the one who was trying to heal your father. Gotcha. Um, then you killed her dog. I kind of uh, look at Gwendolyn and <clears throat> say, I, I think I know who you are. And I just wish I could have saved him. Your mother, while she was pregnant, strongest mortal I have ever seen. Perhaps until now. But Oh, thank you. 
She was a, a, a strong leader, a strong warrior. Probably of all the Gorguks, she was one of the most capable. But when I, she met your father... I'm just never going to get over it being called a Gorgug. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. When she met your father, she was going to have you. She she softened a bit, I guess. And then your father took ill, and we had had some contact. She brought him here for healing. And... Wow. I wish I could have figured out what it was sooner. Uh, she left to take care of you for several weeks. I became very fond of your father. I gave him my blessing. Like, I, like, like for marriage? No, the hand job in the backwoods. You fucked their dad? degenerate. <laughs> you, you did what all of those Call of Duty players said they would. <laughs> I did... No, no it, it, that is where I, I I see where I get it from now. I, oh. I gave him essentially a fraction of my power to try to force the disease out of him. Unfortunately, it didn't work. And while I was trying to make him as comfortable as possible with a backwoods handy, <laughs> our land should attack. I don't think your mother came to visit one last time, and she left, and. Mere hours after that, Arlantia brought the forest to a halt. I see now, within you, somehow, maybe through sure force of will from your father, but both a bit of my power and a bit of the blight still remain in you, fighting, coexisting, sometimes harmonizing. I don't know why they remain, but in many ways you were the first blighted. But you have inside of you the power that overcomes the blight. But they rest together. Not harming, not helping. Just together. I did, while I was out, I did have a connection with Arlantia. could hear her thoughts, I could hear her voice, and I think she knew something about you as well. When you were a girl, were you accosted by Fae ever? small creatures that could easily take out a little girl look you, we don't even it, it all makes sense now i think Arlanche was afraid of you well um obviously it was well warranted honestly looking at you now i might be a little afraid too i don't know what any of this means i don't know what the fates have in store for you but you must must be careful. I, I, I do my best. I have, and I, I kind of looked to everyone. I have, I have plenty of people to help. Uh, she uses a standard action to recall Dryad song. Oh, I could have just given it. <laughs> it's funnier <laughs> like this. Uh, she slams it on the ground, and the circle around you, uh, same thing as before, blast of green light. Uh, the circle around you becomes verdant and green, um, and bits of stone uh, surrounding you uh, begin rising in the air, and slowly uh, the the palace begins to rebuild itself. This be the first symbolic action of the restoration of the forest, and then she tosses the dryad song back. You can teleport out. Oh, well, that's have, wonderful. You don't have to do the bullshit where you do from the edge now, because this is actual forest, so... Makes sense. Feel free to call on me whenever you need. You can contact me with Dryad Song, or you can come here. But I won't stop you from your mission any longer. Tell the dwarves I said hi, please. We'll tell Prince Great Hammer you send your best wishes. Oh, Great Hammer is right, if you know what I mean. That was well done. Where do you teleport? Uh, we'll go back, I'm guessing, to uh, New Tollersburg. Right? What do y'all think? How far is the range on that bad mm. boy? Oh, the one, the two I have left? Um, we could go anywhere and then anywhere again. 
we should probably, if we're going to New Tullersburg, we're going to have to tie the guy up. But I would like to pop in and just say, hey, we survived the thing. The blight should start getting better soon. How about this? I don't like anybody in that city, right? Especially you all when you're there. So I could teleport all of us to Sirix's house. The Hobgoblin and I could play rummy while you all go out and do stuff. Sounds good. I mostly just want to tell my family what happened and let the people from Tullersburg know the blight. Are you going to try and kill the Hobgoblin when you play rummy, Penny? I said, are you going to try and kill the Hobgoblin while we're out? Yes! (laughs) This is the rummy of death! Loser dies! I love it, Cyrix. How dramatic. Uh, so you teleport in. And that is the end of book five. Hold on, everybody. You know, if, if we can just bring her with us into the Earth Room, I think she can take it. Uh, you all are now level 16. Yeah. Woohoo! Money, money, money. We begin the march to the end of. The adventure path. It's about fucking time. I'm going to kill that Minotaur. I'm ready. I've been waiting on that Minotaur. I've been thinking about learning divination spells, even though I hate divination spells. Or Penny does, at least. I'm just going to cut it up. What if What if she hasn't leveled up since we fought her last? Oh, do, you think, do you think I would do that? No. Derek's going to break her. <laughs> Yeah. Derek, just give that Minotaur that fucking bull rush build. Oh my god. Give give her a ridiculous give her pounce barbarian. That's what she needs. Yeah, That'll fuck, fuck us up. Minotaurs have a specific bonus to bull rush or at least CMB. Don't don't be racist. No, seriously though, don't they? Probably Is she a full on Minotaur or is she like a weird Minotaur player race? She's a full Minotaur. Damn, good for her. <laughs> Alright. Um, but now we have the opportunity to start book 17. Or book what? 17. What? Just what? kidding. Book what? 6. Those numbers are not similar at all. And we fade to black. Uh-oh. Uh, <clears throat> Rosny sits on in front of her desk. Uh, and you see castle walls uh, made of stone uh, surrounding her. Outside... Uh, window right next to her head uh, you see telltale signs of the plane of earth uh, she's got a quill in her hand and is penning a short letter uh, a mission detail that reads <clears throat> to it may concern recently due to negligence on the end of some of our generals whose actions will be severely punished there has been an intelligence before we start our campaign on Nirmathos it is important to eliminate all leaks and all indication that we might be something more than the Mathuni army you five seem to be perfect for the job Your skill set is so wildly different than anything the Iron Fang Legion has ever preached or encouraged that I think you all will be good enough for this mission. That mission is to track down the source of the leak. A leak that does not know they are a leak. You must search for, find, and destroy... One, Tugnabina Bonestone. Oh, shit. Roll for survival, bad company. And that's the end of our broadcast week. I follow the the smoky smoke.
This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Bath are trademarks of Paizo. Thank you.